You're listening to the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Boudette Nation? And thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jason. Uh, Jeff may be lost in the woods. We don't know. We haven't heard from him in a few days, so we don't know what's going on. Uh, but yes, week one is still here, and we are going to to get into it. Football is finally here. The long off season is over. We are all ready ready for football. Now that we have a real game in the Dome, I'm actually ready to go to the Dome and see all the new renovations since it's not preseason anymore. Um, so well, I'll consider that a little tease. So for now, put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show. There's no turning back now. We're going to do our game preview. And uh, with us today, we have Jimmy Morris from the Titans uh, Home Run Throwback Podcast, the official Titans podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. So, Jimmy, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. Ready for the season. I mean, optimism's running high through 30 training camps. Probably not Arizona's training camp. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, maybe not the Colts training camp but other than yeah, that yeah. you know is, start is the optimism season the word that you've got going on jimmy is that the are titans fans in general feeling optimistic or scared yeah. or no I, I think i think everybody's pretty optimistic i mean we got some question marks and some things that you know we're not sure how they're going to play out but overall i think we feel pretty good about the stand pretty good about a division that i don't think is going to be all that good um so you know what that they got that going for them. I, mean, I think people think Jack Hiller, Jack Hiller's going to be good. I, I don't think they're going to be as good as people think. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody's pretty excited about this team this year. I've been adamant all year. I think Jacksonville last year was an anomaly, and they're going to take a big, not a huge step back, but they're going to take a step back this year. And that's just not to, it's not realistic to consider them a, yeah. a, a playoff favorite. I hate Trevor Lawrence. I hate I hate Jaguars fans. <laughs> they are the absolute worst. Duval. So yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, why, why do you yell the name of your account? I, yeah, I don't, I don't they, they, they get forced on us over here in the UK every year. Yeah, that's true. You, yeah. Are, you are their second or sometimes first home. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've, I've been to see I've been to see a couple of the uh, the Jacksonville games, and they are the most supported team over here in uh, in the UK. But that's only because they're the ones that come over here and play there every year. Yeah. So it is interesting for an AFC team. The Saints have played the Titans a couple times over the last couple of years. Uh, both times in Nashville, they played in 2019 uh, when Michael Thomas broke the catch record uh, at the end of the season. And then they played two, uh, 21, where a lot of us went up there. That was our road trip uh, last year. First time in Nashville, I, I had a great time up there. Yes, you um, did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Death, I may or may not have hit rock bottom. <laughs> I may or may not. Uh, but I think, you know, coming into this game, the biggest talking point, I think, you know, a lot of people are going to be talking about is that, yes, we have played him a couple times over the last few years, but we have not gone ahead to go against Derrick Henry. So that's kind of the big talking point. Um, and I know he's getting up an age where at some point running backs start to fall off. I think he's 29, but he still had a really good year last year, ran for 1,500 yards. So, Jimmy, how has, how has he looked um, so far, and then I know a lot of people here, obviously following um, Tajay Spears. A lot of people wanted him in the Saints uniform. Saints 
to Kendra Miller instead, but uh, Tajay Spears has apparently looked uh, pretty solid training camp too. Yeah, no, it's been good. I mean, Derek Henry doesn't do much in the preseason, hasn't really since Rabel's been here, um, which is not really that surprising considering the amount of, you know, the carries that he gets during the regular season. So, um, but I mean, he looks in great shape. He's still posting his workout videos all summer of just doing crazy things. So, like you said, I mean, you know, the the running back cliff seems to happen for everyone. I mean, he's not there yet. At least he wasn't there last year. We'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, I, I think everybody still feels really good about him back there. Yeah, Ty J Spears is really fun. I mean, I didn't really know that much about him when the Titans took him. And then, um, you know, he got a lot of run in the preseason, like I said, because Derrick Henry doesn't play. So he got to run with the ones for, for most of the preseason and, and looked great. Um, you know, showed some really fun explosiveness, uh, a little stiff arm that we didn't know he had. And I don't know if he, yeah. if he learned that from Derek Henry or what, but I mean, <laughs> like he's been, he's been really, really fun to watch. And I really think there, I mean, he's obviously going to be the guy that spells Derek Henry when Henry gets a series off, you know, however often that is. But um, I, I think they're going to have both of them on the field at the same time. I think they're going to use Spears in the passing game. The Titans don't particularly have a, a lot of weapons in the passing game, especially with Traylon Burks. Um, you know, he got hurt week two of the preseason. He practiced a little bit last week, so we're, we're optimistic that he's going to be able to play, but not 100% sure on that yet. So, I mean, I think they're going to have Spears and Henry on the field at the same time um, and, and get him involved that way. Uh, you know, they didn't show that in the preseason, but not really surprised by that either. So just kind of from some of the buzz you've heard from people around the team, they kind of expect that to happen. So, yeah, uh, excited about that, about those two for sure. And like I said, I think we'll get – to see a lot more of Spears than, you know, maybe some people think just uh, just because I think he is going to be a, a guy that they they lean on even when Henry's on the field. Well, so, I mean, you mentioned that, Jimmy, that, that I mean, obviously the running game is the the, the, the big offensive piece of the Titans. And um, I, I'm sure every team that's played all the last, I don't know, at least four or five years goes in and says, well, we just stopped the running game. We make them one dimensional and then we're going to beat them. Um, and, and the Titans still win a lot of games because it's not it's not that easy. But as far as the passing game, so not even getting into Burks because of his injury, but obviously it looks like the Titans are trying to move on from Ryan Tannehill. There was a lot of rumors of trade. They've drafted multiple quarterbacks the last couple of years. There was all kinds of rumors around them trying to move on from him. And then y'all might be in the same category as us. DeAndre Hopkins, if, if Hopkins can return to 2021 DeAndre Hopkins, y'all have got a weapon. Now, is last year he didn't look good even when he did play and the saints fans are kind of sitting on the same thing if if michael thomas becomes 2019 michael thomas everybody in the nfc has to watch out because now we have two number ones um what what do you think about outside of the running game I mean, from the Tannehill rumors to what hopkins has left uh, how do you, how are fans feeling about that yeah i mean Tannehill's the guy um, I'm not sure how much there was to moving on from him. I know that was kind of a national media thing. Uh, I don't. The, Saint, I just the don't... Saints never. The national media never gets Saints news wrong. Believe me. Right. So yeah, yeah. every everything <laughs> they ever say about us is right. spot on and eye opening. So we know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, because I mean we don't need to get into the weeds of, of the whole backup quarterback thing here. But like I, right. I think when the season ended, I don't think Mike Vrabel liked Malik Willis very much. I think that has changed this off season, but I, I don't think at least in Mike Vrabel's mind, I, I think it was always going to be Ryan Tannehill. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that, I mean, that's the thing, right? What are they getting in DeAndre Hopkins? They had to sign him because they didn't have, I mean, you've got Traylon Burks who we all think is going to be pretty good. 
Um, but it was banged up a lot in his rookie year. And then behind that, I mean, we got nobody y'all have ever heard of probably. I mean, when Nick Westbrook Akine is your third <laughs> is your third receiver, a guy that we didn't even know how to pronounce his name until he'd been in the He's league. He's in my year. dynasty league fantasy. Um, yeah, well, yeah, good luck with that. But, um, you know, so, like, they they had to have somebody, right? They right. had to have somebody. And so it made sense for Hopkins. And so the people, there's a whole narrative of A.J. Brown and all that stuff, and we're, we're a year removed from that. So hopefully that that's kind of over. I mean, John Robinson, who was a Titans GM and traded A.J. Brown, got fired midseason after A.J. Brown dunked on the Titans when they played the Eagles last year. Um, so, you know, but it did put them in a bad spot as far as having receivers. So you, you've got to hope that DeAndre Hopkins is is something that, that can be productive, somewhere where he can be productive, right? Um, don't think he's going to be the guy that he was at the top of his career by any means. But, I mean, he came here, and there was, you know, there's all this stuff about how he didn't want to practice and, he, you know, all that stuff. I mean, he practiced every day. I think he missed one training camp practice. So um, he and Ryan Tannehill apparently already on the same page. I mean, two veterans, so not a, a real huge surprise there. So, I mean, you know, if those guys can if, – if Trayvon Burks can take the next step, if DeAndre Hopkins can give them some sort of production, um, they got a tight end, Chica Conquo, that we're all excited about, who's also going to be a second-year guy. The biggest question with the passing game is the offensive line. The offensive line was terrible last year. Um, you know, they lost Taylor Lewan in the, I think, second game of the year last year. Um, you know, he's he's gone now. They're basically – their five offensive line starters – are all in new positions. The only guy that is that was a starter week one last year that's still here is Aaron Brewer. He started at left guard last year. He's now the center. Everybody else is new. Now, they have a right tackle who um, they it was a rookie last year that played pretty well. Um, he's suspended for six games because he gambled on a team plane or something stupid. So, um, they so they don't have him. So, basically, everybody's new across the board. And that's the biggest thing that, that we're all kind of worried about is how does this offensive line come together? So, you know, they took Peter Skronsky in the in the first round. He's left guard. He's been the left guard from, you know, basically as soon as he walked in the building. Sadly enough, he's probably the offensive lineman that we feel the best about at this point. Um, and then, you know, just kind of question marks across the board from there. So we'll see how it goes. But I think I think they'll have enough with Burks and Hopkins. It's just going to be a matter of can that offensive line hold up enough to give them what they need uh, in the passing game. Yeah, so you're not anticipating any QB controversy this season, then, with the with the three quarterbacks you've currently got. No, because I mean, okay, so Malik Willis was really bad last year in the preseason. Um, he started two games when Tannehill was hurt last year, and they basically didn't let him throw the ball. They almost went to Kansas City and won with with Malik Willis barely throwing the ball. Then, when Tannehill got hurt at the end of the year, was out for the year. They signed Josh Dobbs. And he was he came in like on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and then the following Thursday, so not like two days later, but like a week later, they they started Dobbs for the last two games of the year when they were still in the playoff hunt. Still, you know that they had a week eighteen game against Jacksonville that was winning and get in. Whoever won that game won the AFC South. Yeah. So um, that's that's how little they trusted Malik Willis last year. Now, like I said, I think some things have changed on that front. He did look better in the preseason, but he's not good. Will Levis, right. I, I mean, I like I don't get Will Levis. I, I don't. He wasn't good in college. I mean, he was okay two years ago. He was really bad last year. They traded up to get him. They obviously see something there, but then he got hurt in camp and missed the last two preseason games. So missed some pretty valuable reps from that standpoint. So I mean, I think pretty clearly right now, Malik's the two, Levis is the three, and neither one of them are anywhere close to Ryan Tannehill. 
I'm not, I'm not sure. And I mean, you would know better than me, but like with Levis and I, I don't even know if any team actually saw a lot in him as much as there's a chance it might work. And I mean, if the Titans, I mean, we, however long Tannehill's going to be there, they at least need to have something that might resemble a backup plan. Right. And they, I, yeah, I think, no, it, I think it, they realized last year it wasn't Willis and they weren't going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo to back him up or some garbage like that. So it was, this was the, the next yeah. best thing is take a flyer. Yeah, no, maybe Will Levis sure. learns how to play quarterback all of a sudden. Yeah, and Levis is a, is a, I'm sorry. He's a toolsy guy, right? I mean, you can see yeah. the the stuff they like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, he has trouble throwing it to the right colored jersey. So anyway. For, for sure. And I mean, there's, there's a bunch of that with the college guys that play with really fast or big receivers. And you're like, those guys are open by three or four yards. Well, when you get in the NFL, those guys are open by 18 inches at the most. And uh, it's a it's a whole different game when it comes to the accuracy there. Ohio State quarterbacks, I'm looking at you. <laughs> well, what's the um, how's the Titans defense looking? I mean, it seems like they were kind of middle of the road last year. Um, you know, is there? Uh, I don't know if there's is there's one thing. You know, is it do y'all have a real a lot of good pass rushers? Uh, I don't know how the secondary. I know your one of your cornerbacks had his house blow up. This off season, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the, I think the defense is going to be really good. Um, they have Jeffrey Simmons, probably the I mean, arguably second best defensive tackle in the league. Um, they gave him a big contract this off season. Uh, he's he's really good. Wreck stuff from the middle. Um, they got Danico Autry, who's getting up there in age, but has you know really been one of the more underrated defensive guys for the last couple of years. He does a lot of good things. They have Harold Landry, who they signed to a big contract before the 22 season, and then he tore his ACL in the week leading up to the opener. So he was out all of last year, but by all accounts, has looked good in camp. Um, you know, we're a full year away from that injury now, so um, he, he's had a pretty good pretty good amount of time to recover. That's not a guy like Arden Key uh, from the Jaguars, who is a, you know, kind of a situational pass rusher. I, I think he's going to give him some depth there. They've got Kevin Byard, uh, safety, who's, you know, really, really good, underrated because he's, he's played here his entire career. But it's been an all-pro, been a pro bowler. Christian Fulton, who was at LSU, um, has been good when he's been on the field. He's been hurt a lot. So that, that's that's kind of been a problem there. Uh, Caleb Farley, the guy who, whose house blew up, he's, he was actually their first-round pick, Auburn, I guess, two right? years ago now. Um, but he's been hurt. He's got a, He had a back surgery last year, which is like his third back surgery in the last five, six years. Um, so he's on PUP. He, was, he wasn't here anyway. Um, but – Yes, I mean, I think they've got some good players. Mike Vrabel and Shane Bowen, the Titans defensive coordinator, have, have proven to be good at finding weaknesses on the other team to attack. They've, they've put some good game plans. And like I mentioned that game last year uh, where they almost went to Arrowhead and won without Ryan Tannehill. They lost, the Titans lost in overtime. Um, did a really good job with Mahomes in that game. Two years ago, uh, held Mahomes without a, without a touchdown pass in a game here in Nashville. So, um you know, we feel pretty good about where they are as far as scheme-wise, uh, you know, just do a lot of multiple things uh, to create pressure and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I think the defense, at least early in the season, is going to be the thing that keeps them in games. And if they can be really good and, and if the offense can come along, that's when I think this team could get to a point where they could be, I mean, at least a step below being a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Um, I, we got to see a little bit from the offense, you know, to, to get in that group. But, um, I, yeah, anyway, I, all that to say, I, I do think the defense is going to be pretty good. 
Now we've got obviously first week of the season. We don't know how any team's going to be. There's going to be some team that we think is going to win three games that'll end up making the playoffs and and vice versa. But um, what's y'all's uh, kind of view of the Saints kind of going into this game? Um, obviously, uh, Saints are favored by three, which being the home team, that's kind of even money game. Um, what to uh, what what do Titans fans think about the the Saints and what's kind of the the overall view of them? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I mean at least in my mind they're. I mean, I'm not going to say the teams are similar, but they're in kind of similar situations, right? Um, you've got a veteran quarterback who um, is, you know, nobody's going to say that, you know, one of these guys is the one of the five, six, seven best quarterbacks in the league, but they're still, I mean, I haven't sat down, sat down and done the math, but they're still half the teams that if you took age and contract and everything off, if you, just for this one year, half the teams would take both of these guys, right? Because they've, they've been successful, um, they've, you know, they prove they can play in the league and, and can yeah. can manage a team to a playoff level thing, right? So, I mean, I, I think it's it's similar there. Like you said, you've got the aging receiver who now Hopkins is it's older than Michael Thomas, but I mean, similar deal. Coming back from stuff, what's it going to look like? You got a young guy that you're excited about. You know, I've got Olave. We've got Jalen Burks. Um, running backs, you feel pretty good about. I mean, you know, obviously with with you know Alvin Kamara being out for for the first few weeks, but similar type deal, right? Defense is pretty good. So, I mean, to me, it's kind of the same thing. Like, and I, I think, I think I went and looked, I don't remember what the, what the, what y'all's total, like seven and a half win total for the season. Oh, I, I, I think, think it's up to like nine and a half, like nine and a half. Yeah. Vegas, has, nine and a half. Has, okay. Vegas has put us at nine and a half and kept us there the entire time. Okay. A lot of it's because gotcha. well, our, so, our division is so bad. Right. Your division's bad. The Titans are at seven and a half. And I, I mean, I feel pretty safe about the over on that again. And not yeah, even because I, I think that they're some, yeah, like great team, but I just, I, you know, the, the division's not good and, and all those things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I see it as, as kind of similar deal. And so, like you said, it's, it's a three point spread. Titans are on the road basically means that Vegas considers these teams kind of even. And right. I mean, I would kind of feel the same way. It's going to be one of those games that, you know, probably the team that wins the turnover battle is, is going to win. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there's any huge difference in, in, in the two teams. And, again, like you said, we, there are always teams we're way wrong about uh, every year both ways. So it could go either way. And, I mean, there's there's a scenario. I mean, the Titans lost – they like lost seven games in a row in last season. Now they had just crazy amount of injuries. But, I mean, there there is a scenario that's not all that unlikely where the wheels could fall off and the Titans could be really bad. I mean, there it's not – you know, you wouldn't have to talk – I mean, I, I could talk that into existence pretty quickly, um, but I just do think as long as they have reasonable health this year, I, I think they have a chance to be pretty good. Yeah, that's the kind of the, the the best part of this. This is my favorite time of the year because we can talk ourselves into like potentially competing for the Super Bowl, but also like <laughs> we understand we could lose five games or only win five games. Um, so it's I think both of us are probably a little bit more optimistic because we look at around our division and. Like our division's terrible, um, Buccaneers, Falcons, and Panthers. I, and I can make a case that the Saints have the three best quarterbacks in the division with Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, and Taysom Hill. And I'm not a big fan of like Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston as starters. The, just the rest of them are that bad. Um, unless you want to put Baker Mayfield up there over one of them. But uh, no. I, I think y'all are in the <laughs> same thing. If y'all can keep it together and stay healthy and run the ball, you're going to beat your division opponents most likely. You, I mean, maybe split with Jacksonville, but um, you've, you've definitely got a good chance with them. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I do think that Jacksonville is going to be – I mean, they're going to be a good team, but they don't scare me. And, and I just think – I think the Colts are pretty terrible. 
And the Texans, I think, will be better than they were last year, and I think they'll get better as the season goes along. But I would be surprised if the Titans don't win both against them. Yeah. So what's your uh, what's your prediction for the the Saints versus Titans game? Uh, you're predicting it's going to be close. Are you uh, all out on y'all going on the road and starting and beating us in the Superdome? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if I, you know, picking it, I'd, I'd say like 24-21 Titans. But again, like I, I really do think it's it's kind of that close of a game. I, I don't think it's going to be – I'd be surprised if it was a blowout either way. Um, and so, that yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. Who, who's y'all's field goal kicker now? Nick Folk. They traded for Nick Folk um, right at the end, right before the season started. He's got he's got to be upper 30s, almost 40 now. Yeah, like forever ago, think- he was kicking for the Cowboys. Yeah, I think he's 39 in November. Wow. Uh, yeah. Still, kick, accurate kickers can last a long more, time in this more, league. Morton Anderson did it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, it's going to be – I do think it's going to be a close game, too. I, I, I think it's a three-point game either way, whether it's us. Now, now, Jimmy, when we did our initial season predictions back in, I guess, after the draft – or when the schedule came out, we did our initial season predictions – I'm not very high on Dennis Allen. So despite the fact that I looked at the schedule and just thought, man, this schedule looks to be the easiest schedule in the league. Dennis Allen kind of kept me, he, he prevented me from, from really getting to double digits. So initially I predicted the saints to lose this game just because I, I didn't trust like Allen's basically got to prove it for me. And I think there, there's some part of our fan base that's still like that. I mean, look, the guy's got a career losing record. Sure. He was with Oakland for however long, but, the guy has never had a winner record, so it's going to take a lot for him to win me over. But over the last few weeks, I've kind of watched Derek Carr, and I'm kind of now sold on Derek Carr. So I actually think the Saints are going to pull this one out. Uh, probably the reverse score that you had, like 24-21 the other way. Like I think it's I think it's either or. Yeah, I think the low to mid-20s kind of makes sense because both teams have a decent defense. They can score on offense. Uh, I have no idea if we're going to be able to stop Derek Henry. We completely turned over our – defensive line but where i like the matchup with derrick henry is demario davis and pete werner we have two linebackers that that is their specialty is stopping the run um so it's just kind of it's an interesting matchup with uh, those linebackers versus derrick henry yeah i think my if i was going to make a bet in this game my favorite would be the under Uh, i can't remember what the total is now but um i I just i think both teams are gonna are gonna play pretty good defense so um, I think I would bet that over anything else. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know about enough about the Saints, and I just honestly I don't know enough about the Titans um, to to really to feel one. confident one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I very, very famously on this podcast never predict the Saints to lose a game. Um, <laughs> I will be continuing that uh, today. I, I think. Again, I don't think there's going to be very many points scored, or certainly not as many as you know, um, as many as the, the, the usually is in a Saints home game. I think maybe twenty-seven, twenty-four Saints. I think to the be, Saints to be, win, but it's going to be close. To be fair, Jimmy, he doesn't pick the Saints to lose, but he has not predicted we're going to go seventeen and zero. So you can do <laughs> no, the math on that. I'm not sure how it works out. He, uh, he does not think we're going undefeated, but during the weeks, he will never pick us to lose. It's, it's, it's that metric conversion. No. There, you go. there you go. I'm just not putting negativity out there into the. How many uh, meters will Derrick Henry wheels. run for against the Saints? That's the whole key to this whole game. Well, um, 
Thanks for coming on, Jimmy. I know we told uh, people where to find you, but uh, you want to tell us uh, how to reach you on Twitter and uh, what the, what show you're on in case anybody wants to get some more Titans information? Yeah. Uh, like I said, Summer and Throwback is the name of the podcast. And then on Twitter, I'm at jmorrismcm. Awesome, man. We really appreciate you coming on. Don't forget to tighten up. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yep. Appreciate thanks. It, thanks for coming on, Jimmy. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Guys. Good luck for the season, yeah. but not mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck after week one. Yeah. After week one, beat the Jags. <laughs> there you, yeah. Absolutely. And when we when we post the show, we will uh, um, link you on uh, on Twitter. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. If, uh, All right, guys. We, if, we, if we meet in the Super Bowl, we'll uh, we'll, we'll come on again. your show and you can come on ours. There you go. Sounds awesome. See you, man. Thanks. All right, thanks. All right. See you guys. All right. That's all the show we have for you. We want to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast, the official podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. Be sure to download our episodes. And look, this, the season's here. It's going to be exciting. We're going to be releasing a couple of shows each week. So look forward to that. We're going to do uh, multiple smaller shows because I know everybody's attention spans get a little small these days. But until then, Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, tighten up donkeys. Who that? Oh, then I saw her face. Now I'm a big old.